The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network The Bob and Chez Show Presented by BubbleGenius.com Hello, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week There's no better way to troll your Trump supporter friends Than by picking up Bubble Genius's own Tiny Orange Hand Soap Set Give yourself a hand or take two They're small, tiny in fact Teeny tiny. They're orange, of course, and smells appropriately of circus peanuts in honor of the GOP's clown dictator. Am I right, folks? Only $12 at BubbleGenius.com, but if you use our promo code Bob and Chez at checkout, you'll get an additional 15% off only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob and Chez Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza. The president said he lost a popular vote because three million illegal aliens voted and there's large-scale voter fraud. That's false. Got it? Got it. So you want to work here. What makes you think you deserve a job here? Well, sir, I think I'm good at fact-checking the White House and I have a sharp mind. Excellent. Can you start on Monday? Yes, sir, without hesitation. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. Pete, Polly, Paul, Dick, Dave, Dan, Donna, thank you all for coming. Pete, what you got? Trump says the murder rate's the highest it's been in 47 years. You're killing me, Pete. That's preposterous. Polly? He said the terrorist attacks have gotten to a point where they're not even being reported. False. What's shaking, Paul? Spicer said the Muslim ban wasn't a ban. Pants on fire. Hello? Said the biggest inaugural crowd ever. Says his refugee policy is the same as Obama's. Said only 109 people were affected by the travel ban. Said if you were a Muslim, you could come in, but if you were a Christian, it was impossible. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. In this fast-moving, high-pressure, fact-checking the White House world, Aren't you glad there's one company that can keep up with it all? Said CNN's Chris Cuomo never asked Senator Blumenthal about mistakes on Blumenthal's Vietnam service. Gotta go, Dick. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dave. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Dan. Disconnecting. Gotta go, Donna. Disconnecting. Factual Express. When it absolutely, positively has to be exposed as a lie overnight. The best music on the best station. The Bob and Chez Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com. Oh, this is weird. This is a weird thing. We've got a new theme song. Let's start out the show today with a, a brand new theme song. Brand new. Brand new for 2017. What can I say? It's great. And somehow it's not like a funeral dirge. <laughs> right. Considering, how, considering how, how lousy the news is most of the time. <laughs> it is Tuesday, February 14, 2017, Valentine's Day. And this is the Bob and Jez Show. Presented by BubbleGenius.com, I am Bob Seska, and that is Chez Pazienza sitting right over there. Hello. Hi. Yeah, I thought we'd wheel out a new uh, a theme song, mainly because the old theme song, the license on it, expired. Okay, uh, now that we've got that out of the way, we have a ton of things to talk about. I should mention that we're brought to you by uh, BubbleGenius.com. It's the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you need legal advice, head over to thebowenlawgroup.com slash Bob and Chess or click the link on the podcast page. And if you're uh, Mike Flynn, you might want to do that. <laughs> you might want to head over there now because uh, the shit has only just started to hit the fan. Yeah. We're now right at the beginning part of what's going to be a, a, a really big deal uh, moving forward. And it has been a big deal, but now it's officially like a really big, like there's blood in the water. Washington, D.C. is scattering. Everyone's running all around wondering who's next. What, who, what did Trump know and when did he my, know it? My favorite quote of the day so far. And God, I, I really, I got to, it's like a stand up and cheer quote. Yeah. 
was, I think it was towards the end of his interview with, I believe it was Kellyanne Conway. She made the rounds this morning. Yep. Uh, she mentioned to Chris Cuomo. She's like, well, you know, my, basically the basically the gist of it is Michael, you know, Michael Flynn has resigned and the president's ready to move forward and, and we should all just move on. <laughs> and, and Chris Cuomo comes no. back with. There is exactly zero chance. Oh, Cong- it was a congressman. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. It's like because <laughs> the the quote is congressman. There is exactly zero chance of us moving on. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I love that. I absolutely love that. This is a huge deal. And and before we really really dig into it, I should inform you, Ch- Chez, you missed the after party on Friday, and just mm-hmm. in time for Mike Flynn's resignation, I wheeled out a new Flynn sound here. <laughs> it goes like this: Where's breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, Mike Flynn. We have Flynn's official comments on the uh, resignation. You know what? This this is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> Flynn. All right. Oh, I couldn't help myself. I've been laughing about that all weekend long because it's Flynn from Breaking Bad, Walter Jr. from Breaking Bad. And now every time I hear Flynn, I think, holy God. Where's breakfast? Where's breakfast? <laughs> It's it's just one of those things where so, now I'm watching so, MSNBC, I'm watching news clips on the internet, and every time someone says Flynn, I go, "Where's breakfast?" This is the thing that just came across from the New York Times because my phone my phone sits like right next to my computer here, so it yeah. lights up whenever. It says uh-huh. President Trump knew for weeks that Michael Flynn wasn't truthful about his Russian calls. His oh, yeah. spokesman said, his- leading to his firing, leading to his firing yesterday. Yeah. He knew for weeks. Mm-hmm. We it's, already knew that because the Washington Post reported that uh, uh, Sally, what the hell's her name? Sally Yates. Told him, Sally Yates, pardon me. Yeah. I hate, hate that I forgot that. Sally Yates told him weeks ago. Yeah, well, that's just it. That's the big breaking news story from uh, Washington Post that, that ran. I think it uh, went up last night, probably after. Mm-hmm. Well, it was after 11 o'clock when the resignation was announced. I was yeah. watching and, MSNBC and it came down right about that time. And then shortly after that, came this Washington Post article about uh, Sally Yates, who, as you know, was fired. She was the acting attorney general, was fired by Trump because she didn't she felt it was unlawful to enforce the Muslim ban. She was just expressing an opinion and was fired over that. But it turns out that according to this Washington Post article, uh, by the way, in case you're just joining us, Mike Flynn has resigned. Mike, did I mention that? Did I mention my Flynn has resigned? Where's breakfast? He's resigned to spend more time with his breakfast. Uh, <laughs> so what happened is, is that three weeks ago, it was just right, right after the inauguration, Sally Yates went to the White House and and said that Mike Flynn's been talking about sanctions uh, on the down low with the Russian ambassador to the United States. Yeah. Which is, uh, first of all, it's a violation of the Logan Act. Second of all, um, he then went on and lied to the White House about it. And they're making it seem like, and this is this goes to what you were saying about Kellyanne Conway. We have a clip of her talking about this uh, just this morning. Um, she said, basically, Sally Yates said that the White House knew about this for the last three weeks, but all the Trump administration is focusing on, at least according to Kellyanne Conway, who seems more and more out of the loop, is that it was only Mike Pence who was lied to. And if it was only Mike Pence who was lied to, by default, that would have to mean that Trump knew that that Flynn didn't lie to the president, but he did lie to Pence. Where's breakfast? Right. What this means is that Trump knew. Trump's known for at least the last three weeks. Plus, it's entirely possible that Trump knew 
back during the transition that Trump knew during the campaign. Trump knew that that Mike Flynn, Carter Page, Paul Manafort are all serving to collude. The uh, it's a, a, a massive collusion between the Trump campaign now the Trump White House and Vladimir Putin's of course, Russia because the reality is that Trump colluded. Yeah. But until we actually get there, the answer to the immediate question, the immediate question, what did he know and when did he know it? He mm. knew weeks ago. Yeah, he absolutely. There's the answer. There's the answer. The answer and the answer came from Sean Spicer. Yeah. It didn't come from the Times or the Post. And, you know, I wonder if Sally Yates was fired for other reasons other than just the Muslim ban. I wonder if this had something to do with her firing. Because if that's the case, I mean, we're really looking at it. And I've, I've been saying this for a long time now. In fact, we've both been saying it on the show, which is that we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg on, oh, yeah, on this absolutely. Russia thing. And we've been saying that since June, by the way. And now parts of the iceberg that were once submerged are starting to become clear. But this is where everything falls apart. Because it's a lose-lose for the Trump White House, no matter what they do. Already, Trump was on this morning on Twitter talking about how the real problem here, he said here on Twitter, the real story here is why are there so many illegal leaks coming out of Washington? Yep. Will these leaks be happening as ideal and on North Korea, etc.? First of all, <laughs> don't even talk about that because you're the one who created the leaks on that since you, you held a... Uh, basically held a, a, a meeting in the interest of national security in front of all your fucking donors at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Donors, the people who joined the club. Exactly. So that's nonsense. But the, yeah, the real story thing, by the way, that comes directly from Fox News this morning. Because oh, that's what Ducey was saying. Ducey mm. was saying, well, what about, you know, can't anybody in, in Washington keep their mouth <sighs> shut? He literally said that. So this is basically Trump parroting Steve Ducey, the Ducey in the box? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, that is essentially is what Ducey said this morning. OK, so Ducey's big thing. Ducey's big hang up was that, you know, and Fox News is big hang up. You know, it's interesting. It used to be it used to be that the the talking points, the Republican talking points would come from the White House and go directly to Fox News. So you would hear the president's people say something and then you would hear it on Fox News. Right. Only with Trump has that been reversed mm. because he takes all his cues from Fox News. This tweet came down at 630 or 628 a.m. Eastern time. Well, there you go. I bet that I, was I right around. Steve Ducey Duke. said that. But I mean, I know that dude, that was the first one of the first things out of Ducey's mouth over this story. Well, well can't anybody in Washington keep their mouth shut, which to me is you you read something like that and you're so used to to uh just hypocrisy and corruption and right. and awfulness from Fox News. But there's something so like that to this day, in spite of all we've seen, that still turns my head upside down. Mm -hmm. Because seriously, like that's somebody from Fox News yeah. lamenting the fact that corruption in the White House was was covered up, yeah, or was or was allowed that that to him is the big deal. The big deal is that somebody who knew the truth of something illegal happening in the White House stepped up and spoke up. And like it, it used to be, it used to be that the Republicans were the patriots. Uh -huh. You know, they were the ones who were like, you know what, the, there's somebody in the president's office colluding with Russia. Yeah. You know, thank God for that patriotic American who leaked that information. That's what we would have heard during the Obama administration. Yeah, those days they would have, over. They would have put that guy on a pedestal. But since it's Trump, it's, oh, you just need to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Well, and that's, uh, you brought up an interesting uh, phrase there. You said cover up. And that's what you have to look to that 
because Mm. for the last three weeks, the Trump White House, the inner circle, knew about the collusion between Flynn and Russia. You know what? This this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Okay, Flynn. Um, He knew about that for the last three weeks. So there's been a cover up ongoing for the last three weeks, including up to yesterday when Kellyanne Conway was saying that uh, Flynn still had the confidence of, of Donald Trump. You know that there was going to mean there was yeah. not going to be any resignation because they're still they're still buddies and and they still have a, uh, a speak together and and the, and Trump still likes uh, Mike Flynn. So for the last three weeks, at least, if not going back to June when Paul Manafort and the rest of and Carter Page were all were fired and replaced. Now we learn later because of of uh, connections to Russia. I mean, this is this is a cover up. This is absolutely a cover up. And looking into, yeah, you got to wonder if Putin is sitting over there in Moscow, just basically like, (laughs) 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 look at the chaos I have sown. Yeah, absolutely. And this God, he loves this. And this was the whole goal of the Russia meddling in the election was to was basically to destroy the American confidence in its own democratic system. Yeah. Yeah. of uh, of that's, elections that's and so forth. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and so the the next thing we got to talk about here um, is and going back to the leaks aspect of all of this and Trump whining about the the leaking. And by the way, there uh, members of uh, the Senate. In fact, I, I'm, I forget which senator actually said it this morning, but there there actually would rather maybe it was uh, Jason Chaffetz. They'd actually rather focus on the leaks. They want to probe the leaks and not the Russia thing. Typical Republicans. But here's the thing about the leaks. No conceivable way. Could could there be any possible way that a leak probe might uncover more evidence of Russia collusion? <laughs> no possible way that could ever happen. Looking into people who have been leaking about Russia. No possible way. Especially knowing that the White House is leaking like a bucket without any bottom on it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable how badly things are going for the Trump White House. And they want to start probing members of the Trump staff about leaks. Well, for it's God's surprising sake. that this didn't happen. That this didn't happen sooner. <laughs> right. Because, uh, yeah, like you said, the White House has been it's not even a sieve. It's you know, it, yeah. it's like you said, it's a bucket with no bottom bucket with no uh, bottom. So it's really surprising that there hasn't been a big deal already made out of all of the leaks coming out. But look, you know what? And it's going to continue to happen. The more they clamp down, the more this will happen. The more decent people within the White House, and there are decent people there, will continue to step up and make themselves known. Or not not necessarily make themselves known, but make what they know known. Right. So what's the next step? Do you, I mean, do you think... It's possible that Trump will appoint a special. I think he should appoint a special prosecutor. In fact, of I would encourage. I would encourage Trump to appoint a special prosecutor to investigate the leaks. Just the leaks. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look that, into the <laughs> Russia collusion. That would be good. Yeah, because all that'll happen is the leaks will lead to more stories about the uh, colluding with Russia. Yep. To hijack the election. That's absolutely what will happen. And, of course, Trump and the Trump Republican Party will walk right into their own propeller. I genuinely love how how completely oblivious he is to again how how living inside his own reality he yep. is that he can actually have the nerve to complain about leaks in the White House that's the real story when he literally he literally sacrificed uh, or p- potentially put national security uh and you know compromised it 
by doing that, uh, by having that uh, meeting at Mar-a-Lago, that, that, oh, people yeah. who, that people who were there, who paid $200,000 to be there, took pictures of and put on social media. Yep. And he has the nerve to bitch about that. That's just it. I mean, there are so many different angles to all of this. And you can actually connect in the fact that this Mar-a-Lago thing happened over the weekend with the North Korea call and all the chaos happening there. And then actually taking the call in the middle of that goddamn dining room with yeah. God knows who else standing around. I mean, it's just yep. lighting, it, lighting the uh, lighting classified documents with their cell phones. Exactly. With their cell phones. What did we learn from Snowden? If, if true, three, yeah. three, four years ago. Sure. Four, it was and actually you, four and you years know ago. The Trump cell phone was included in there. And you know, you know that by now that thing has been hacked. Yes. I mean, I'm look. I you know, I don't know for sure. I'm not going to uh, be a conspiracy theorist here. But there's you got to imagine there's a pretty good chance that thing's been compromised in some way. Oh yeah, yeah. And I remember back in 2009, there was actually a news story about how Barack Obama's well, Barack Obama's uh, phone was replaced with a secure phone. Right. <laughs> from the intelligence community. I think it was from the NSA or something. And they gave him a, a secure phone to use because he will occasionally tweet and things like that. But um, we haven't heard any story about that with regard to Trump. Of we, all not. we know is that he's still using his unsecured Android phone that he's been using forever. And so you combine that, you combine with his staff leaking, you combine the fact that Russia probably has all kinds of moles inside the White House, all kinds of moles inside Washington, and watching everything Trump does, this is basically what it looks like when Vladimir Putin controls an entire presidential administration. It's yep. becoming more and more clear that this is what's happening, and they're making it so easy for Putin to do it. I mean, you have it's, to wonder if the ease by which he's doing it is deliberate. I mean, you, you have to wonder whether or not they're deliberately being uh, so unsecure that it makes the whole Hillary email thing look like absolutely nothing. Yeah, just don't even get honestly don't even get me started on that. Yeah, the idea that such a huge deal was made out of one private email server and the entire Trump administration is a gigantic black eye yeah. in terms of national security. All right, we're going to take a uh, short break, talk about Blue Apron, but when we come back, we got to really dive in. Lindsey Graham commenting, Roy Blunt commenting, Jason Chavitz, uh, plus we've got uh, oh, CNN confirming uh, parts of this uh, of the PP tape dossier. Yeah. <laughs> confirming parts of that. So much to talk about this morning, but first... I got to tell you what I'm having for dinner tonight, uh, courtesy of BlueApron.com. I love Blue Apron, mainly because I'm so terrible at cooking and sele mainly selecting the things I'm going to eat at night. Otherwise, I just eat, up, eat the same thing every night. Who wants that? Who wants to eat the same thing every night, Chaz? All right. <laughs> I kind of do. I mean, I'm not saying this much. I do it all the time. I'm like, I get, I get on these kicks and I'm like, all right, okay, yeah. I'm just going to have that every night. Right. You know, I'm waiting for, I, I think Flynn is waiting for uh, Blue Apron to introduce breakfast. Where's breakfast? Right. No, I don't think so. Uh, what am I having tonight? I'm having udon noodle soup with miso and soft boiled eggs. I can't wait for this. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Upcoming meals. 
Remember these. Your mouth is going to water. Cashew chicken stir fry with tango mandarins and jasmine rice. Roasted pork with apple, walnut, and farro salad. Crispy barramundi with quinoa and roasted carrot salad. And plus the, the meal I'm having tonight, udon noodle soup with miso and soft-boiled eggs. Affordable for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals delivered right to your door. Choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. That's my favorite thing. Customize your recipes each week based on your own preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash chez. <laughs> You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash chez. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. What's going out to Mike Flynn? Where's breakfast? <laughs> the Bob and Chess Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. I love uh, I love playing this Night Ranger song every time someone uh, someone bad has to step down. You know. Goodbye. Goodbye, Flynn. You know what? <laughs> this this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yeah, it is. I know. I know. It's tough. <laughs> All right, continuing on here with uh, today's show, I you know I will warn you now, as I usually do, it's unlikely we're going to get to everything during the free show. So you want to sign up for the... You rarely uh, do. Yeah, I know. Sign up for the post-mortem show at patreon.com slash Bob Chess, and uh, you'll get an extra, like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes at the end of this show. Mm. Bye-bye, Flynn. Bye, Flynn. Where's breakfast? All right, uh, let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, oh God, let's talk about Lindsey Graham leading the charge. Oh, Miss Lindsey, <laughs> Lindsey loaded with strength. Strength. Lindsey Graham, I'm telling you, Lindsey Graham. I'm liking Lindsey Graham more and more off. Hey, completely disagree with him on policy. Don't get me wrong. Lindsey goes back and forth. Miss Lindsay can't, you know, like there are times when Miss Lindsay says something that's really, really terrific <laughs> and really, you know what, I like I, I, I give her credit and I stand up for her. Yeah. But this is, you know, it, that's always tempered by the fact that like a couple days later, it's something horrific. Yeah. <laughs> always is. You know, like Lindsey Graham will be my favorite person like for the next 48 hours. Then he'll step out and say something about uh, Obamacare and I'll go. Yeah. 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 Need to make that bear noise. Oh. All right. That's what I'll do. Uh, Lindsey Graham was on uh, television this morning. He was on CNN. And, of course, he was uh, <laughs> just totally trolling Donald Trump. I effing love this guy. All right. Here's Lindsey Graham on CNN this morning. I could imagine if the shoe were on the other foot, <laughs> that if the Obama administration were reaching out to Iraq or Iran to change change Bush policy before they got in office, would be all pretty upset. So I'm not... <laughs> Say the uh, least, Senator. Yeah, oh, well, I, I think rightfully so. I'm not accusing uh, General Flynn of committing a violation of the Logan Act. Maybe it doesn't apply to people in transition who are going to take over duties. The fact that you talk with Russia before you get in office, uh, that 
that alone doesn't bother me. But we've got a situation now where a man had to give up his job. The Congress is very intent on not waiving current sanctions. We'd actually like to impose new sanctions. The idea that maybe the National Security Advisor was somehow compromised uh, by the Russians is certainly within my wheelhouse as to what I want to know about. His, his wheelhouse. His wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Just want to point that out. I want to know what Russia's up to in terms of the United States political system, how they tried to compromise this last election, what kind of contacts they had with any campaigns. Tried. Any tried to compromise. Yeah, did, did. Motherfucker, they compromised it. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. But I see what he's doing here. I see what he's doing. What he's doing is he's just following the smoke. He's just saying, hey, look over there. There's a little bit of smoke. Let's see what's causing that smoke. I don't know what that smoke could be. Could be something. Could on, be walk, something walk serious. Over, walk over there with me. Walk over and let's let's see what that smoke is walk together. Here. Right. Uh, it's the smoke from Terra. The smoke from Terra. Smoke's rising into the sky. Terra's burning. What should we do? Why don't we go over and investigate? How about it? Strength. <laughs> I love it. So basically, Lindsey Graham is is uh, is is following the trail of breadcrumbs, and who knows where it's going to lead. Uh, I, you know, it's ultimately, I think, I think what we're talking about here is a serious crisis for President Trump. I think this is going to be. I mean, let's put, let's get right, cut right to the chase and say what needs to be said. Donald Trump is in serious trouble right now because this is just the tip of the iceberg. Remember what happened to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton wasn't impeached because of Whitewater, which started the investigate, which started uh, launched the Ken Starr investigation. That wasn't the problem. The problem wasn't even the fact that he got a job from Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office. The problem was that he eventually lied about it under it's oath. Always the cover up, right? It's always the cover up. Always the cover up. And what we have here, obviously, is a big cover up. We have uh, members of Trump's staff lying about what's occurred over the last three weeks, if not over the last six months. We have his national security advisor after only three weeks resigning. Not a big surprise. I mean. Flynn, Flynn was not the most reliable character. I mean, remember Donald, not Donald Trump, but God damn. Barack, Flynn got, he got fired by the Obama administration. Yeah. For being incompetent, basically. He wasn't director of national intelligence, but he, he was the head of uh, uh, defense intelligence and was fired from there because he's an incompetent boob. Right, Flynn? Where's breakfast? Right. Too concerned about breakfast. Anyway, so that was, uh, that was Lindsey Graham. Uh, Roy Blunt wants to know too i mean republicans are starting to stick their necks out a little bit as far as the trump administration goes a republican well, I mean, member the only thing i can the only reason i can think of for that is there's nothing there's just i would love to think better of them but there's nothing republicans do because it's genuinely good for the country yeah. or because it's genuinely the right thing to do like legitimately morally you know you're talking about a part party that's morally bankrupt so it has to be one of those cases where they don't just smell. They smell blood in the water in terms of uh, in terms of Trump's and their own. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you know what? The only reason why the Republicans would really if Roy Blunt is telling the truth and he really wants all the things he says he wants, which I know you'll get to in a second. Yeah. Um, then the only the only uh, reason he would do that is if he felt that Trump was somehow weakening the GOP. Right. Right. And that certainly has got to be felt at this point, knowing that Trump is hovering right now. The last three days, Trump has been hovering at what's the Gallup poll Gallup approval right now. 
Last three days, 11th, 12th, 13th, 40% approval rating. Yeah. 40% approval. Uh, on the 12th, on the 11th, actually, his disapproval was 55, 12th, 54, 13th, 54. So he's hovering right now, and, and God damn it, as soon as that starts to drop, as soon as we get into the 35 territory, that's when you're going to really start to see guys like, uh, uh, well, basically all of congressional leadership. Nixon's, Nixon's, I think, at his worst was 29%. 29, yep. But here, I mean, here's Roy Blunt. Roy Blunt said uh, that, uh, quote, I think everybody needs that investigation to happen, told KTRS Radio. In an interview flagged by CNN, the chair and ranking Democrat of the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, Senators Richard Burr and Mark Warner, respectively, announced in January that the committee would investigate, among other things, quote, any intelligence regarding links between Russia and individuals associated with political campaigns. So that investigation is already underway. Can you imagine how insane Trump will get, how completely unhinged he'll become if it turns out that, you know, Republicans are investigating him and just the flood of, uh, of, you know, news reports essentially eating away at his administration start coming fast and furious. Oh, yeah. I mean, he will be sitting in the White House just tweeting anger at everyone, just rage tweeting in every direction. God, and you know what? If this hadn't happened, the big news story of the day would have been Stephen Miller. We would have been talking about Stephen Miller from uh, from right right out of the shoot, right? Exactly because uh, because that speaks to exactly what you were talking about, which is that uh, you know it's, it, what Stephen Miller represents, and what Stephen. And I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves here because we leave that to its own segment. But Stephen Miller basically represents the Trump administration's lashing out now, which to me is a mass. I mean, Stephen Miller has freaked out a lot of people, but for me, Stephen Miller represents a massive show of weakness. Oh, of course it does. That of course was, he does, yes. I mean, it was it's just exuded like, oh, shit, we're so f***ed right now. More than that, even beyond that, even, even removing any sort of opinion from it, our opinion, anybody else's opinion, yeah. it goes to show again what this administration is all about. Because I want you to imagine, you don't need to, you, you understand, think for the fact, think for a second that Stephen Miller and the horrible things he said and the lies he told and the way he defended Trump's crap, that yeah. dominated the cycle mm-hmm. on Sunday. It was all yeah. anybody who followed politics could talk about. Literally, that didn't last 24 hours. I know. Because Mike Flynn happened on Monday. I know. God only knows what will happen by the end of the day today. Because this is what it this is what it is. It is a it's more than a deluge. And yeah. I, when I wrote about Stephen Miller, I said that I'm like I, I I thought I was being clever by saying that it's just going to be this sort of daily gangbang of incompetence and corruption and scandal and controversy and surreality and whatever. Yeah. And it's even worse than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's, it's, you cannot keep up with this. Yeah, you can't keep up with how utterly utterly unhinged incompetent and corrupt this administration is yeah and i wonder if it's still at this point i wonder if it's getting through to uh the people who need to hear it i wonder if they're hearing it on fox news channel the viewers no, 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 of fox no, they're news not. Channel. but obviously i mean again look at Ducey. you know i mean oh, yeah. if and that's the problem here if all you do if you have, if you know, we used to talk about the bubble, but the bubble now, the bubble now is like six feet thick. Yeah. You know, if you live in that bubble where all you listen to 
where all you watch and all you listen to, you read Breitbart and 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 listen to that idiot Alex Jones, and you watch Fox News, then all you are hearing is good stuff. President mm-hmm. Trump, great guy. Yeah. Everything's working out great. Oh, look, they're out to get him. They're out to get the guy that you voted for because he wanted to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. and you know that if he does go down, they're going to turn him into some kind of martyr. I mean, I think Alex Jones was talking about. God, devil possessions, like demonic, I don't know, some sort of insanity about demonic possessions. And they're talking about the uh, shadow government, you know, conspiring to (laughs) take down Donald Trump. Some people, Paul Joseph Watson posted an article this morning. Paul Joseph Watson, who's like the king of fake news at InfoWars, posted something about how there's a plot to assassinate Trump somehow. It's just like, it's it's fucking insane. I don't know exactly where this is going to go, but the tennis ball machine continues and we're going to be faced with something else that's horrendous later on today. I just know it. And the thing is, the the real problem here is, is that they're constantly sabotaging themselves. This is these are all unforced errors. They don't need uh, Trump didn't need to talk about how the leaks are the big problem. Jason Chaffetz didn't need to talk about the leak. They could have just moved forward. But now that they, when they talk about let's weed out the leakers, what they're doing is they're doing an about face and moving right back into the propeller. They they started to walk away from the propeller and now they're turning around saying, hey, more propeller, let's have it. And they get smacked in the face and disintegrated like that that guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, I mean, this is just rank stupidity and no wonder when you see like this going down from a group of people who hate government and are suddenly tasked with running the government. Right. And you've got and, you know, let's let's never forget that from a from a sort of philosophical standpoint. I mean, right now, with all the that's happening, this seems like an sort of esoteric thing to argue about. Mm -hmm. But Steve Bannon's beliefs are essentially that he wants to tear down the government. Yeah. So guess what? (laughs) Here they go. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. The problem is. There are too many strictures in place that will ultimately prevent that from happening. So, again, what they're doing is basically self-sabotage. I mean, it really makes this appropriate, this music. It's like they're trying to come off as sinister and evil and we're going to do whatever we want and, and we will not be questioned. But it's really just they're squirting each other with seltzer bottles and throwing pies. At each other. (laughs) All right. On that note, uh, another break back with more show right after this. Okay. Let's talk about supporting independent media for only $1 a month. You can help finance the Bob and Chez show at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. That's 12 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Bob and Chez. And sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only shows like our post-mortem wrap-up show, the Not Safe for Work after-party show, and commercial-free, unbleeped versions of the free Tuesday and Thursday shows. Most of all, you'll be supporting a totally independent podcast not affiliated with corporate media. And if we reach our $7,500 per month goal, we'll bring you new shows five days a week, Mondays through Fridays. That's patreon.com slash Bob and Chez or click the Patreon link at bobseska.com. Let's do this thing. 
shove Bob and Chez into your pants and haul them around with you wherever you go. Subscribe to the Bob and Chez Show in the podcast section on iTunes. All right, the second half of today's show is brought to you by the BobSeska.com Amazon link. If you shop at Amazon, enter the site using our link just beneath the logo at BobSeska.com, and we get a small commission from everything you buy. It costs you nothing, and it helps support the show. We are way behind for February. I mean, like, way behind the curve for February. So more shopping, folks. If you're listening to the show right now and you happen to be in front of your computer... Uh, and not in the car. Don't do this in the car. <laughs> if you're at your computer sitting in the comfort of your own home, go Unless to Bob. Dan Bedondi. That's right. Guess what, Bob? Just, you're going to get evil, Scott. <laughs> exactly. If you're doing a Dan Bedondi road report, feel free to do all the surfing you want on the internet. I, st- I still say surfing. Um, so if you're uh, at your house and you want to go shopping, go to bobseska.com and click the Amazon link and buy a bunch of stuff. They literally have everything at amazon.com. I mean, there's nothing that you can't buy at amazon.com. All right, thank you for doing that. Make sure to bookmark it, by the way. And if you're a small business, source all of your uh, goods and materials through our Amazon link. Thank you for doing that. All right, moving along here. Uh, okay, so Jason Chaffetz doesn't plan to investigate. That's not a surprise. This guy got his handed to him by a a crowd of people last week at one of his town halls and he's still he's still acting like a big fat stop whining house oversight committee house uh, oversight committee chairman jason chaffetz republican from utah said on tuesday that his panel will not investigate the circumstances that led to former national security advisor michael flynn's resignation quote i think that situation has taken care of itself chaffetz told reporters as quoted by the hill i think he did the right thing stepping down um yeah <laughs> you fucking hack yeah just this this is why just uh, some somebody can somebody independent can anybody independent do this is yeah. that humanly possible yeah. Again, is that too much to ask this is your republican party folks this is what it's all about it has nothing to do with policy anymore there's no core values here anymore it's just we got to do whatever we can to get through the day i mean I, I had this reserved for later in the show but i might as well mention it now they have not, and in fact, uh, Josh Marshall pointed this out. I pointed it out last week. They have not sent a single piece of legislation other than a couple of ceremonial ones on Inauguration Day. Other than that, they haven't sent a single piece of legislation to Donald Trump's desk. No, they've, this entire government has done nothing. Nothing. And why is that? They control the House. They control the Senate. They control the presidency. Why haven't they sent anything for Donald Trump's signature? And the only thing I can think of at this point as a possible uh, explanation for any of this, they don't want Donald Trump's signature on any of their stuff. Hmm. Do you think that might be? I mean, it could be. I uh-huh. mean, I'm just I'm, I'm really speculating here. If you're if you're a member of the United States House of Representatives, for example, where all the Democrats need are 20 a net 25 seat gain in 2018. They got 31 seats in 2006 as a net gain in the House, took over the House of Representatives. All they need to is to get to, what is it, 217. 217 is dead even, 218 is a majority. That's all they need. So if you're a member of the House of Representatives, do you really want to be associated with the Trump White House? I mean, you may say some fleeting things in vague support of the White House, but at the end of the day, do you really want to know that your your uh, uh, signature legislation was autographed by Donald Trump and authorized by him? I don't know. I'm just I mean, it could be anything. It could just be that they're incompetent and they can't get anything through their own House and, and Senate, even though they control it. 
They can't break any uh, Democratic filibusters or anything like that. They can't do it. I mean, that could be it. But, I mean, there is always the outside chance that they're just running like hell from this guy. Don't give it to him. He's It's going to turn into a mess. We don't know. It could be the same re- as our friend John Schindler reported in The Observer. It could be that they don't want him knowing any behind-the-scenes secrets, just like the intelligence community is withholding information from the president because he's afraid of, of leaks to Russia, or they're afraid, the intelligence community is afraid of leaks going to, to Russia, all of that information just going right through Trump and right into Vladimir Putin's lap. Because, right. down, yeah. because down there... Donald Trump is just chugging Vladimir Putin's ass. <laughs> he is just chugging away. And of course, of course, the intelligence community doesn't want uh, any, uh, you know, pillow talk. It's entirely possible. So uh, I, I, I completely open other explanations for why the, the, the Republican Congress hasn't passed a single piece of legislation. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> Not that I've got to make that perfectly clear. I'm not saying that this is a bad thing because I don't want them passing a goddamn thing. I want to, you know, I mean, and this is, I guess this is another thing that we should talk about at some point here, which is that uh, it's all fun and games now, isn't it? I said this to Chez before the show. It's all fun and games until the first terrorist attack happens. Exactly. And And you know Trump is praying for that shit. As satisfied as I am watching this uh, Russia story take place and, of course, the the resignation of Flynn. Where's breakfast? Uh, I, I keep thinking, it's like I'm still on edge. Like, the other shoe hasn't dropped on this thing yet with the with Trump and his approval numbers and national security. And he needs his Reichstag fire. That's what he needs. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure Steve Bannon is, uh, you know, twirling his mustache and waiting for that to happen, if not actually m- making moves to precipitate it. It's, it's entirely possible. And so I think at some point we need to sober up and think, what's next? How, what are they going to do to manage this crisis? Well, a lot of administrations in the past have managed crises or, or, or done horrendous things when they're backed into a corner. Certainly, George W. Bush, one motivating factor, maybe this wasn't the only motivating factor, but one of the motivating factors behind going back into Iraq was because no one votes against a war president. He right. told, his, told a biographer that. No one wants to vote uh, against a war president. People want to stay the course. They want to change horses midstream. Yeah. Iraq was, in part, about getting reelected in 2004. This is, that, th- this is the same kind of uh, ilk of people in the White House right now. Okay, so <clears throat> CNN confirmed that there are non-salacious parts of the Christopher Steele dossier that included the pee-pee tape. Uh, and of course, they're not confirming the pee-pee tape. But some of the parts of this, uh, this dossier have turned up to be true, actually. Turns yeah. out, <laughs> it's true. We're going to talk about that and a few more things right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. 
Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. No puppets. No puppets. You're the puppet. This is the Bob and Chez Show with Bob Seska and Chez Pazienza, presented by BubbleGenius.com. And welcome back to today's show. Thank you for supporting the show at Patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. Really, really appreciate that. We're coming crazy close to our goal at Patreon.com. Really close. (laughs) All right. Uh, so yeah, so CNN confirmed the uh, the non PP tape parts of some of uh, Christopher Steele's uh, dossier on uh, on Donald Trump. Uh, this is really interesting. Um, let's see. For for the first time, U.S. investigators say they have corroborated some of the communications detailed in a thirty five page dossier compiled by stupid autoplay compiled compiled by a former <laughs> British intelligence agent. Multiple current and former U.S. law enforcement intelligence officials tell CNN multiple. As CNN first reported, then-President-elect Donald Trump and President Barack Obama were briefed on the existence of the dossier prior to Trump's inauguration. None of the newly learned information relates to the salacious allegations in the dossier. Rather, it relates to conversations between foreign nationals. The dossier details about a dozen conversations between senior Russian officials and other Russian individuals. Sources would not confirm which specific conversations were intercepted or the content of those discussions due to the classified nature of U.S. intelligence collection programs. But the intercepts do confirm that some of the conversations described in the dossier took place between the same individuals on the same days and from the same locations as detailed in the dossier, according to the officials. CNN has not confirmed whether any content relates to then-candidate Trump. Now, as I said uh, before the break, our friend John Schindler wrote an extended piece for Observer.com uh, detailing a lot of this crap. And it's right. really, uh, yeah. it's, I want to read, specifically I want to read, what is it, f- four short paragraphs from uh, Schindler's article here that are, uh, basically this is the meat uh, of what he wrote in The Observer. There is more consequential IC, intelligence community, pushback happening, too. Our spies have never liked Trump's lackadaisical attitude toward the president's daily brief, the most sensitive of all IC documents, which the new commander-in-chief has received haphazardly. (laughs) The, The president has frequently blown off the PDB altogether, tasking... Flynn Where's breakfast? Uh, with condensing it into a one-page summary with no more than nine bullet points. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Some in the IC. He's got, he's got cable news to watch. Yeah, he's got plenty of television to watch. There's no doubt about that. He can't be bothered with anything more than nine bullet points. Right. That cuts into his Fox and Friends time. Exactly. Nine is where he draws the line. Nine, uh, nine, 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 nine. Some of the IC are relieved by this, but there are pervasive concerns that the president simply isn't paying attention to intelligence. In light of this, and out of worries about the White House's ability to keep secrets, some of our spy agencies have begun withholding intelligence from the Oval Office. Why risk your most sensitive information if the president may ignore it anyway? A senior National Security Agency official, NSA, explained that the NSA was systematically holding back some of the quote-unquote good stuff from the White House in an unprecedented move. (laughs) 
For decades, NSA has prepared special reports for the president's eyes only, containing enormously sensitive intelligence. In the last three weeks, however, NSA has ceased doing this, fearing Trump and his staff cannot keep their best uh, uh, SIGINT secrets. By the way, SIGINT is uh, signals intelligence. Uh, since NSA provides something like 80% of the actionable intelligence in our government, what's being kept from the White House may be very significant indeed. However, such concerns are widely shared across the intelligence community, and NSA doesn't appear to be the only agency withholding intelligence from the administration out of security fears. What's going on was explained lucidly by a senior Pentagon intelligence official who, who stated that, quote, since January 20th, we've assumed that the Kremlin has ears inside the sit room. Jesus Christ. Situation room, right? Meaning the White House situation room, the 5,500 the 5, square foot conference room in the West Wing where the president and his top staffers get intelligence briefings. Quote, there's not much the Russians don't know at this point, the official added in wry frustration. You know what? This, this is bullshit. <laughs> this is bullshit. Making America great again. I'm still waiting for all the winning. That's one of my favorite things now, by the way. Every time one of these stories come out, I just retweet it with the uh, hashtag so much winning. So much winning, yeah. My, my head is spinning. Winning. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. I'm, I'm getting, bored with it. I'm getting bored with winning. <laughs> by the way, I'm never going to get bored with this kind of winning. Uh, also, <clears throat> let's see what else. Uh, there's a Russian spy ship off the East Coast. Oh, good. You see about that? Hear about that? Yeah. They, by the way, and they also, Putin uh, deployed a brand new cruise missile in violation yes. of uh, treaties with the United States. Saw that. Plus, there's a Russian spy ship just hanging out off the East Coast, just chilling there. Let's see. And this is, by the way, in case anyone's wondering whether or not this is fake news, this is from Fox. I'm talking about uh, Trumpers. In case you're wondering, not fake news. It's Fox. And of course, they've got auto autoplay video, too. God damn it. Why can't I make this stop with the autoplay video? It's so annoying. But is there is, something on your browser you can do? I wish there was. If not, they sh there should be. I've been looking all over for some sort of Chrome extension that stops exactly. autoplay video. There should be something that stops all auto. I fucking hate autoplay. It makes me nuts. It. And sometimes it starts playing even when I've you know uh, moved on to a different tab. It's ridiculous. Right. But this is Fox News Channel. Russia sends spy ship near U.S. coast, deploys banned missiles at home, officials say. Wrong. A Russian spy ship was spotted patrolling off the east coast of the United States on Tuesday morning, the first such instance during the Trump administration. And the same How is Fox News going to cover Russia? I don't know. Because basically they, under normal circumstances, I want you to imagine like 10 years ago, yeah. even 10 years ago, not even 10, less than that, five years ago, whatever. Right. They they'd be losing their fucking minds over this. Oh God! Be, yeah. Why? What? You know, Obama soft on Russia. Why isn't he doing anything about this? <sighs> and instead, it's like, well, you got to kind of kiss up to the Kremlin now. Yeah, exactly. And that's just it. I mean, if Fox News is going to be the uh, PR front for Donald Trump, of course they have to kiss Russian ass. Except for Bill O'Reilly. I mean, Bill O'Reilly's calling Putin a killer, but only to set up Donald Trump for his most unpatriotic thing any president has ever said in recent memory. Yeah, which, again, I want to mention that real quick, because here's the problem. I mean, putting your finger right on the problem with what Donald Trump said to Bill O'Reilly. It's not it's, this isn't a question of whether or not the United States has done heinous things. We all know the United States has done heinous things, whether it's in the name of national security or whatever. Uh, but we also know that the Republican Party has for years branded the word patriotism and branded, exactly. branded the phrase American exceptionalism and shoved it in the left's face anytime they get a 
fucking shot at it. But having people fired over it, right, for being unpatriotic or saying things that are controversial, you know, censuring people from the, the floor of the United States Congress, doing shit like that. Then Donald Trump gets on Fox News Channel and says the United States kills people all the time and we're just as bad as Putin. Good Lord. Again, once again, it's the hypocrisy, stupid. That's what this is all about. So anyway, moving on here. Um, this was great. Hillary Clinton totally burned Mike Flynn Jr. and Trump on Twitter this morning. Did you see this? Uh, okay. So here's the initial tweet. This is from someone named Philippe Reigns. Dear Mike Flynn and Mike Flynn Jr., what goes around comets around, <laughs> as in Comet Ping Pong Pizza, the yeah. alleged location of, of uh, John Podesta's child sex ring or whatever the hell right. the, the conspiracy theory is. What goes around, comets around. And given your pizza obsession, uh, there's something about a uh, domino. There's a link to Domino's uh, career site, getting a job at Domino's. And he said, XO Philippe. And then Hillary Clinton (laughs) tweeted the Philippe tweet and said, Philippe's got his own way of saying things, but he has a point about the real consequences of fake news. There you go. It's good. And there it is. What comes around, comets around. What goes around, comets around. (laughs) Great. Hillary Clinton getting a zinger in there. By the way, uh, I think it was, what was it, Friday night? She tweeted out three to zero. Yeah, yeah, that was clever. That was awesome with the three, uh, the three judge panel on the Ninth Circuit. Mm-hmm. Also great. Uh, but meanwhile, Mike Flynn Jr. retweeted our favorite person in the world, Paul Joseph Watson. Of course. Yep. Thinky face emoji indeed, InfoWars guy. Uh, this is uh, Paul Joseph Watson tweeted, Flynn's son is a big fan of ours and regularly retweets me. Now General Flynn has been forced to resign. Interesting. With the emoji that's got one eyebrow up and it's rubbing its chin, like wondering. Hmm. Good God. Paul Joseph Watson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just take his and Twitter account away. Yeah, Paul Joseph- send him send him back to the basement, where the only way he can communicate with like-minded people is by sending out mailers. <laughs> Let's see, Paul Joseph Watson is becoming like the link between the conspiracy theory community and Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump and the Trump White House is getting all of its. It seems to be as if Trump at least is getting all of his information through Paul Joseph Watson. Again, of Paul course. Joseph. I can't emphasize this enough. Paul Joseph Watson was the guy who said the Common Core was teaching how to use. D- to kindergartners. Right. Did you see? Um, did you see uh, uh, Oliver uh, last John week? John Oliver. I, I have a DVR. I haven't watched Amazing. it yet. I mean, he what he does that's, that's incredible is he walks you through. You know, he walks you through yeah. sort of the timeline of how um, conspiracy theory that's reported on the internet turns into something that's said by uh, by Trump. Yeah. You know, uh, turns into some or turns into something you see on Fox News and cable, and then yep. turns into something that Trump says, and then it comes back around and Fox News reports on that. So it's this never-ending cycle of bullshit. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, oh, listen, it's our new theme song. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, lots more to talk about, things that we didn't even start to talk about, which we didn't talk about Stephen Miller. We're going to talk about that on the postmortem show. It seems like something that we would have spent the whole show on, but now that there's uh, all this crap going on with uh, with Mike Flynn, that uh, yeah, it seems like that's the most appropriate thing to spend the show on. 
That's just a, it's the nature of the tennis ball machine, folks. Yep. Mike, put this on. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Where's breakfast? Yep. So we're going to talk about Stephen Miller threatening the world with his lifeless eyes and how he claimed voter fraud in New Hampshire, which is, again, Paul Joseph Watson. Uh, we barely discussed the Mar-a-Lago National Security Disaster. We're going to talk about that in a, in a little bit. And uh, uh, Trump's meeting with Justin Trudeau. There's some funny things to discuss as far as that goes. And that isn't even most of the rest of my list. I've got like 12 more things here. So maybe we'll get to a few more things. Uh, in addition to all of that, coming up with the post-mortem show, that's at patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. You can sign up at $5 a month. You get two post-mortem shows a week, plus, uh, of course, the free show. Everyone gets that for free. But for $10 a month, you get two post-mortem shows and the after party. $15 a month will get you all those things, plus an unbleeped, uh, not safe for work, commercial-free version of this here show. Patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. Also, make sure to go shopping at Amazon.com through our Amazon link. It only works if you click our Amazon link at bobseska.com. Or you can just bookmark it once you do. Makes it a lot easier. Thanks, folks. Uh, More disasters to come from the Trump White House. Can't wait. Take care. See you on Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye. You know what? This, this is bullshit. This is bullshit.